Hey, you guys, if you like the Rise or Rise Together podcast, you're going to love my monthly live coaching series. What did you just say? I'm doing a coaching series. I'm, I'm like your favorite coach, but with hair extensions and eyelash extensions and a pension for Beyonce. What kind of coaching are you coaching? Okay, thank you for asking. There's actually two different classes. One is life coaching. Those are for people who want to work on their relationship, their health, their personal, all the personal stuff. And then there's something I'm really excited about, business coaching. I've been an entrepreneur for 15 years. I'm really proud of the company that I've built, and I want to share that wisdom with you. So if you own a small business and you want to dig into how to do social media, how to find new clients, how to grow your revenue base, this is how we're going to do it. I bet they can get more info at thehollisco.com. You sure are right, buddy. You can watch videos about what the coaching series is all about, how you join in, and what is included with your membership. When does the first coaching start? January 15th. Sounds like a plan. Right. Bye. Okay. You know, we did an episode once about how we're still dating each other even though we're married. I feel like you just started that like you're about to tell like you're like you're about to confess to a murder. That was so serious. You know, we used to <laughs> bum, be bum, daters bum. that are now married. Let me see what, how I would do it. Hey you guys, have you ever wanted to have more makeout sessions with your partner? Here's I an sure idea. Have. <laughs> No, for real, you guys, uh, we are throwing it back this week to one of our favorite and most popular episodes of the Rise Together podcast about how we stay intentional, how we are so strict about our date night so that we can show up well for our relationship and make sure that we still want to French kiss each other. With tongue. That's what French kissing means. Oh, my gosh. Enjoy. Hi, guys. I'm Rachel Hollis. And I'm Dave Hollis. And we're married. For like 14 years. And together for 16. We have kids. Four kids. Which is like a thousand kids. We've also been foster parents to four kids as well. We're running a business together. We do a lot of things. That is a lot of things. <laughs> but we feel like it's possible, we know it's possible, to have an exceptional relationship regardless of the stresses you have in your life. That's why we decided to do a podcast together. It's called Rise Together. So if you want some tips and tricks on how we kind of get through all the things. This is it. Come on down. Here we go. <laughs> they told us not to do it. But here we are. Whatever They said, whatever you do. Don't record. Don't, don't you do it. Don't record a podcast in a Mini Cooper. On a phone. But guess what? We're Dave, back. Dave, no, it's not just we're back. We're trying to drive home and someone. The big guy. That would be you. Not the Lord Jesus, but you, Dave Hollis, took a wrong turn. I added a good 34 minutes to our drive because of one bad turn at a freeway yep. intersection during rush, rush hour. hour. Yeah, so now now what was already solidly 42 minutes from downtown Austin to our, to our acreage out in the country is like an hour 42. You know what we should do with the time? We should record a podcast on an iPhone, even though our audio guy said... Don't do that again. Let's do it. Here it is. Here's the crazy thing. Yeah, so, what's the crazy thing? The crazy thing is... Besides the fact that we're going 0.2 miles an hour. We are going 0.2 miles an hour. It makes me sad. I have, uh, as I said, coal in my stocking. I deserve it. I made a mistake. It happens. But uh, one of the things that people have asked, hey, will you talk about this thing during your podcast, Rise Together, 
it always like kind of struck me as a why in the world would we need to talk about it? But here we are, date nights. You know what's funny is throughout my career is that people ask you, and I think this could be anything that that anybody is an expert in or that you have just integrated into your life regularly, that the things that make no sense that people would want you to explain because it's such a normal part of your life are the things that end up being the most popular. Because it's pretty normal to us. Date nights are really normal to us, but maybe other people, since they're asking, they need they need some thoughts. Yeah, well, I mean, this goes back to anything that you make a habit of just becomes normal to you and yeah. it doesn't take a ton of effort. And we've made dating each other a habit and I think our relationship is better for having had that as a habit for a good decade. Yeah, and maybe the reason people, it's not as common for other people is because maybe you get into a rut because you spend so much time with your partner, it doesn't occur to you to set aside special time with your partner. And that's what a date night is. It's an outside of regularly scheduled programming, you saying, we're going to hang out and I'm going to put on my good bra and I'm going to shave my legs above the knee too, Hello. not just to the knee, That's above risk. the knee. It's risque. It's just, you know, treat you how I would treat you back when we didn't have four kids. You know what we should start with? You tell me. Since we're going unscripted in the Mini Cooper today, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what are the reasons that people don't have a date night. Oh, that's great. And then we can get into a little bit of like our tips maybe for wrap around. How, yeah. Yeah, like how to how, wrap around services, how yeah. to get past that. Yeah, yes. I don't know why I said wrap around services. <laughs> 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 oh, blessed assurance. Okay, well, let's So no so number 1 is um at least the thing that I think I have been given as the the reason why or frankly the excuse why people don't have date nights is too busy they're too busy they Man. are too busy to yeah. have a date night if you're too busy to have a date night you don't have a life if you're too busy to have a date night your priorities are not in yeah. order yeah you what in the world is taking more time what would be more important than your relationship and I guess the only thing I could think of that people would say is like, um, my, the kids. Oh, that's number two. So hold that thought. Okay. Don't you give away number two. Oh, okay. I already have number two okay, in my head. Great. Okay. So this is just like, I'm too busy. Um, it's not that you don't have the time. It's that you're using the time on other things. So whenever people tell me like, I have a dream, I want to write a book or I want to start a business or I want to do this or that, but I don't have time. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Tell me about this season of Handmaid's Tale. Oh, I would love to. I mean, tell me about This Is Us. Tell me, like, you're, do you not have time or are you just using it on other things? Yep. And, and it's like, I, okay, let's go one step further. You wouldn't make time for something that hasn't historically been enjoyable for you. So maybe it's not just that you don't have time. It's that maybe when you get with your partner and you go on a date, maybe you argue. Or maybe it's boring. Or maybe you'd rather be home reading a vampire romance novel. I don't know. That seems strange, but I think that may happen to you every fifth or sixth <laughs> date with me. Nope. I, I remember, and I'm ta I talked about this in the book, I remember let's just go here. Let's talk about sex for just a minute. I remember 
years ago, and if you haven't read this chapter in Girl, Wash Your Face, I would encourage you to go buy the book in seven different forms. And no, um, you can get it from your library for free, however you want to consume it. But there's a chapter on our sex life. And I remember making a decision with myself that sex needed to be more enjoyable than anything else I could possibly be doing. So that I would always want to choose it over anything else. And I think it's the same with a date. Is the date needs to be so much fun, so exciting, so sexy, makes you feel so great, makes you feel so happy and so in love that you will choose it over anything else. You will choose it over Handmaid's Tale. I love your commitment to both things. That's all I want to say about that. <laughs> Number two, though, um, it's like 1A. Sorry, because I don't want to get, to, I don't want to jump to the kid's point yet. But being busy um, is a thing that people will point to usually when they have not gotten ahead of making the commitment days in advance to date night happening at a very specific time and coordinating their life in a way that would accommodate actually getting to the date. As in, if you work and you need to leave at a certain time to make sure that you can arrive, then you need to plan your day so that your work is finished at a certain time. If you have children and they will require care so that you and your partner can go and enjoy their date, that care needs to be planned days in advance. If you wait until the day of you're wanting to go on a date and just hoping that life's going to line up perfectly so that you can get to that date, you will never go on a date. Or yeah. if you do, it's going to be a date that's totally, completely compromised by life showing up and trying to take it from you. So plan ahead. Plan ahead. Yes. And go listen to last week's episode, which was when we talked about how we plan out every single part of our lives to make sure that we have time for our priorities. All right, number two. Wait, can I say one more thing about planning a date night? You can say anything you want. Uh, so this is 1B. The whole point of a date night is so you are reminded what life was like when the relationship started. When you were first dating, you were so much more intentional. You were so much more thoughtful. You put more time and care into getting ready. You tried to think of thoughtful things to discuss. And if you liked the person, you certainly wouldn't cancel at the last minute for 50 other things you might have to do. It was a huge priority in your life. That is why you date today, whether you've been married for a year or 15 years, is that you are recreating that. And you can't recreate that if you don't take that date as seriously as you did when it was date number three. That's good. I got to be honest. I thought you were getting to point three, but instead it was point one B. Yeah. And I'm really, really <laughs> uh, happy you landed the plane where you did. But I also totally and completely agree with every single word that just come from your mouth. Great. There are times where I think we just take for granted that of course if I cancel this date with my wife that of course she's still gonna be married to me and she will be, but the kind of marriage you have, if you just keep treating it like an old dish rag, it's gonna smell like mildew. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my gosh. You know that one rag, we, like, yes, sorry, but you use that I one rag that and you use rag. it and then like four hours later yep. you accidentally smell your yes. finger and you're like, it smells like that crappy dish rag. Anyway. That's your marriage. We got to get new dish wash, rags. Wash that rag. Here's number two. <laughs> Too fast of a pivot from no, the dish I rag? No, I like it. I like here's, where we're going. Here's number two. 
I have heard so many people tell me that they can't get a consistent date night because they have children. Come on. And First of all, don't put that on them. This is not the kid's fault. This yeah. is your fault. So, I, so I, have, I have two things to say. Then I'll let you say as many things as you'd like to say. First thing is, our kids have never in their lifetime known a version of their parents who weren't actively pursuing their relationship. So it's never occurred to them that on Thursdays they ought to feel a certain way other than Oh, it's normal. My parents are going out on date night too. I am modeling in real time for three boys who will one day become men, how I hope that they will show up in a relationship with someone they love. And if I and don't a daughter. And a daughter. Well, she doesn't she doesn't I'm just know saying yet, at one she but. doesn't know, but I will model at some point how I hope that she also looks for a partner to treat her. But the the headline is I love that my kids have, you know, our relationship as one that they get to look at and say, oh, yeah, that's just normal. That's yeah. what happens because I hope when they get married that they also practice at the beginning, middle, and at the very, very end of their relationship this idea of intentionally dating your spouse. What I will say about childcare is that we have a weekly date night, same night every week, Thursday nights. And we have that because it's easy to plan for childcare if you go out on the same day at the same time every single week. So, uh, you know, and I, I know I'm a little bit of a broken record here, but if you don't have the money to hire a babysitter, trade with another family. Hey, you guys go on a date on Tuesday nights, we'll take your kids. We're gonna go out on a date on Thursday night, you take our kids, everybody wins. I've also known many parents who, for one reason or another, didn't feel like they could leave the house, maybe they had a newborn baby or, or something like that, where they put the little kids to bed and had a glass of wine next to the fire or watched a movie together or sat out on the back patio and looked at the stars. The point is that you are intentional with your time together and that it feels like not your regular life. So even if you have to stay home, you can have a date at home. All it takes is intentionality and feeling like it's more special than every other day. And just to like put a fine little button on, but my kids don't like it when I leave them, but my kids don't. Ugh. I am Come sorry on. to break this to you. But they're not in charge. They are not in charge. You are an adult. You are a grown person. Your children are not in charge of your life. And if they are upset, I promise you, they'll live. You're, go you're going out for two hours, maybe three. They will live. But you know what? Your relationship might not live if you don't get the time together away from the little people that are running every part of your life. Yes, and, and the, the thing that I say, and I say it to them every time they get that whiny twinge of date night, I tell them that we, as mother and father, as parents and as married humans, have to pour into ourselves so that we can be the best versions of ourselves for them. Even if, honestly, it's more about us and connecting and our relationship being as whole as it can be, 
I also know, and I tell them so they understand it, that I'm a better dad when I am a better husband. So if, you know, like you can take some consolation in your date night being a selfish choice for them. Trust me when I tell you when you are more consistent in dating, are more in love in your marriage, and are more whole as an individual, you will show up more consistently as a parent to your children, which is all they actually care about. Yep. All right, number three, reasons people don't go on dates, can't afford it. Yeah, I think we just covered that in that dating doesn't have to have an expense attached to it. Like, Do you know how many times we've gone on dates that we went on a run together? We've done all sorts of dates that cost us no money. They were just time. Yep. It's, it's a, it, like you've said it, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but intentionally setting aside and pausing your regularly scheduled programming to connect with your spouse. That's all that matters. It does not need to be fancy. It doesn't need to be anything other than you saying you matter enough for us to set aside this time and be together without interruption, without the distraction of our everyday life. Well, what would you say to someone who asks, well, what should I do on my date night? I'm not sure what to do on my date night. Well, number one, I would say you have to find a a place that allows you to actually connect. And And I only say this because I know we have had times in our relationship where we liked going to the movies. And going to the movies is a great date every once in a while as a is an alternative to your regular date, but it's not a great every time date because once the lights go out in the movie theater, you're not actually connecting. You're not actually talking. You're having individual experiences in a dark room that don't really leave you closer because of having had the opportunity to talk about whatever's happening in your life. So, and that's probably a good one too, to think about for parents. So Back in the day before we had kids, we would do dinner in a movie. And that was a great date because we we got to connect for a while before we saw the movie or afterwards. But now that we have kids, you don't we don't have four and a half hours to go to dinner in a movie. So if you have if your time is more limited, like our time is more limited, then be thoughtful with what you're doing and make sure that you get that time to connect. We really like we, well, we love, we love dinners. We love like to go to happy hour. We love stuff like that. But we always have the most fun and I feel the most energized and like renewed in our relationship when we're doing something kind of unexpected. When we're going bowling, when we go to like a par three golf course, when we're doing something that we didn't, that was kind of surprising. And a way that we did this, we, we used to do this in the summer in L.A. We have not done it in Austin because, honestly, you guys, it's about 200 degrees here right now. Um, maybe we'll do it in the fall here. But we used to trade off dates. So one week, Dave would choose what the date was, and he would surprise me. And the next week, I would choose what the date. And that was when we got really creative, like, oh, I'm going to take you to see um, a drive-in movie. I'm going to take you to you know, go golfing. I'm going to take you to a hike. I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to get to experience something that kind of pushes us a little bit outside of our comfort zone, but we always end up having fun because it's unexpected. Which may lead to another thing that maybe, did we already get off of why people aren't dating? Sorry. I'm just going to go back for one second because I think one of the things that people um, may have found is, Hey, you know what? We used to date 
And then we fell out of that habit. And now we can't think of what to do or can't figure out a way to get back into that groove. And so the trigger for me was, I, you know, I, I loved, and we should just reinstitute it for even a, you know, string of dates, the I'm going to pick this time and you're going to pick that time because there was an excitement to the spontaneity or the surprise of, oh, wow, we're doing what? Are you kidding me? And even just as the planner for each of those dates, it was fun to like get excited about how what I was cooking up was going to be something that you'd be surprised by and, and would enjoy. So that's one thing. But two, we did this thing where we made a list of a bunch of just ridiculous things and wrote them on popsicle sticks yep. and threw them into a jar and decided that when we pulled on the day of our date night a popsicle stick out of a jar, yeah. that was the thing. It. You, you had, had to, to do it. And yeah. some of them were cool, but some of them were like, wait a second, we're, we're going to a museum. <laughs> yeah. I'm not in the mood for a museum, but that was what was on the dang stick, yeah. so we had to go do it. And it was more about, and like in the same way, we'll talk more about, you know, sex on another podcast, but like sometimes... You just got to get into a rhythm yeah. of having regular sex to then want to have regular sex. Same thing goes for dating. Sometimes you just got to get in the habit and get in the rhythm of going on dates and having fun to be reminded why, why you, like, you fell in love. Why you fell in love and why you yes. like going on dates. Why it's important to have the time and why it's important to make it, you know, like a consistent priority. Yep. What else? So one of the things that could be keeping people from having a date is long distance-ness, right? Ooh, like interesting. There are people, certainly, like anyone who has a spouse who's serving, oh, yeah. I dig, man, so many things about what is like happening in, in terms of sacrifice, and I get how a conversation like this could, be, you know, in some ways even seem insensitive to the realities that yeah. you're facing. But, like, there are going to be times where travel pulls... Rachel and I away from each other or where if you find yourself with a spouse who's serving or someone who's traveling for business or whatever it might be, um, that weeks can go by, months can go by where you're not able to see the person physically and it just takes some creativity, right? Like yeah. you may have to set up that you're both going to listen to a podcast. I mean, pick this one. Why not? Yeah. But like you're both going to listen to a podcast and then do a quick Skype or you know FaceTime call and, and chat about it or whatever but like again i would just encourage you to you know think about how in the absence of being able to see each other physically you could still create some consistency with touch bases to the extent that it's possible yeah. i mean you know there are certainly some circumstances where you can't but to the, to the extent that you can um you know still trying to connect in a way that says hey life pause sorry you're not going to come into this space for even if it's 30 minutes um so that we can really you know just have a moment well i mean since we're here i guess i would also say as a way to land this dating plane you gotta have sex on date night oh for sure i mean and i feel like for some people if you were having sex once a week that would be a massive improvement over where you're at currently by the way if you start having sex once a week You'll accidentally have sex more than once That's a week, true. every once in a while, That's too. True. It just it's we're it, big it just advocates happens. for the intimacy of a relationship and a marriage, and we've talked about this a ton. And um, I am going to assume I'm not going to offend anybody, but also this is usually where women get their husbands to be like, "Oh wait, no, I am interested in that podcast. What they say about sex?" <laughs> um, 
that I don't know. I feel like even in times where like we had really young kids and we were struggling to connect in that way, date night was always like we just had so much fun and we felt so great and it was, you know, maybe there was a little wine involved and then you were wearing was, the good bra. I had on the good bra and the good underwear. Yeah. I doubled up. Yeah. Um, and so that was always just like, that was part of our date. So I feel like it's worth saying that, I don't know, that, you know, that's part of it. That's part of it. But also, because I mean, I've been trained in this way, but also I believe it now. Like, uh, you know, like the date starts earlier in the day oh, and yes. ends, frankly, the day after. Yeah. Like, you know, like I, we have... If we know we're going to go out, like, trust me, I'm talking about being excited about the fact that we're going out in the morning of I us going out. I can't wait to see you. I can't wait to see you or, you know, like. like you look uh, so pretty yep. or sending me texts. All the things or, because, yeah. like, uh, it's, yeah, it's legitimate. I am anticipating it, but it's also a form of foreplay. It totally is a form of foreplay. Right? And so um, if you are interested in having your person want you. We'll want them first. Ooh, yes. You know what I mean? It's yes, just like, I, do know what you I, mean. I never, like, I'm trying to think of like what you could do that would make me want you more than you telling me that you want me. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. Like, forget it. Yeah. That is, that's the number one thing on the list. And so, you know, like, and just because, and here's the thing. It's like, like the golden rule, but sexually. <laughs> <laughs> it is. The weird thing is there are things in human nature, it may be subconscious, I don't know, but like, you'll find yourself, maybe you tried to initiate and got turned down. And I think the, the like, the instinct then is, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna initiate again until he does, or I'm not gonna initiate again until she does. And that is just, um, it's shooting just, yourself it's, in the foot. Should, it, it's just bad math. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> you miss a hundred percent of the shots that you don't take. You do miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Um, it may be that you initiated in a way that wasn't, you know, like received because you did it in a way that maybe wasn't the way they could hear it or the way that they needed to hear it. Um, but just because you tried to plan a date and it didn't work out. Don't decide that you're not going to plan another date just because you tried to initiate sex and it didn't, you know, turn out the way you were hoping. Don't, you know, like give up on the idea that you guys are sexually compatible. That's crazy talk. You gotta, you know, like you gotta just stay in the game. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Good point. I mean, we really are going to do an entire podcast on sex. I mean, we probably do like 10 episodes on it, but a great sex life is like a great, marriage like this is this takes time and effort and years of does this work oh maybe this works let me try this let me do this let me but if you are this this is for dating or sex or intimacy in any capacity if you've tried and it didn't happen the way you wanted it to happen that doesn't mean it never will yeah it means that you need to do some better communication. It means that you need to try again in a different way. It means that you, you got to keep showing up because when you are showing up for your life and your relationship in any of these ways, like it can't get anything but better. But I know one way for it to for sure get worse and that's to not try at all. Shut down. Yeah. I mean, dating 
isn't always going to produce the same kind of feeling either, right? Like you're going to find a thing in that season of life that you find yourself in with your partner that is just the best. And then life is going to change for you, right? One of you is going to have a job that gets busier. One of you may actually produce a human. What, like something's going to happen. Or maybe you will struggle to get pregnant and, the, and, and that will destroy things because you're trying to walk through infertility and that brings up a whole... There's so the, many seasons in life that can throw you off your game. And the headline is when those seasons change, if your attempts at connecting or your attempts to date or even your attacks, attempts at you know, being in a relationship sexually or whatever it might be, stay exactly the same they're likely to produce a different result. So, you know, like if the tried and true tricks that always had you guys connecting at the beginning of your relationship aren't working now, most likely it's that you're different people. You're in a different season and you need now to think about what each of you at this new stage need and how maybe a different kind of dating (laughs) will show up, right? So like we were, you know, not necessarily people who were reaching for dinners or some of the fun like we we earlier on in our relationship needed different things yeah we went on different dates we had a fun time but as we've grown up as we've grown older as we've had now four kids which is like a thousand the kind of things that we need to connect and unwind and feel more together are different than they were 15 years ago yeah. so just keep at it i guess in summation Okay. All right. I'm not going to finish the summation yet. The one, the one last thing I will say, and this is real, is I get people asking all the time for my, my tips on what we do on our date night. And that is like, um, it's, I can give you some general things that we've done that work for us. But you and you, you and your partner are the only people who can define what dating looks like for your relationship. Yeah, like you might love a renaissance festival. That might make your heart so happy. You might love camping. Oh my lord. The only thing I would hate more than a renaissance festival is camping. So if you like renaissance festivals and camping, then... Go do that! One, we can't be friends, but two... Yeah, we're not gonna hang out with you. You should go do something that taps into your love of those things. Go on a hike. Yeah. Dress up as Renaissance people and hit a Sizzler. Make I don't a care source. what you're gonna do. Why are like, there even Sizzlers in 2018? Are there no more Sizzlers? I don't know. I'm sad if there aren't. All right. Hit the a, point hit is. Hit a hometown buffet. There you go. The do, point is, do you? Do you? Yeah. And don't worry about whether your version of dating is my version or Rachel's ver- or anyone that you are friends with. If it's a version that makes you and your partner closer, if it's a thing that you get excited for, if it leads to sex, if it's a thing that fills you up and allows you to return to your life as a better person for your work or a better person for your kids or a better person for just the way you feel when you close your eyes at night, who cares what anyone else thinks? Do Do that that thing. Amen. You know what? I want to end this podcast with a call to action. A lot of times we listen to podcasts in a passive way. It's just sort of something we consume while doing other things. Here's your call to action, friend. 
Make a date Make with a your date. spouse. Set a date. With Choose your a time. What are you going to do? With your Something boyfriend fun. or girlfriend. Hey, let's go do XYZ this week. Let's connect. Let's have fun. Let's be intentional about this time together. If you want a great relationship, you're going to have to be intentional about it. When people say, like, you have to work on it, this is the work. It, the work is not necessarily hard, but it is really thoughtful about where you're headed. So do not, don't, what do they say? What do the kids say? Don't sleep on this. Don't, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. Don't, just go Make a date like you would at the beginning of the relationship. If you're a guy listening to this, act like you are still pursuing your partner. Preach. That, I mean, is the key. What do you need to do to try and have this person actually want to follow up and have a date after this date, mm-hmm. you know? If yeah, you, pretend it's not a guarantee. Pretend it's not a guarantee. Mm-hmm. If if you didn't know that this person was going to still be married to you after this date, would you treat the date differently? If the answer is yes, act that way. Like, I, 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 I love that. You know? No, that's, I mean, what more can we say? Friends, what more can we say? Go on a date plan for it ahead of time start today put it on the calendar make out with each other wear your good underwear order wine don't worry about what your kids think they're gonna live you're gonna be a better person when you return yep i felt i mean are we still going i don't know i feel like it's the longest we're just talking incessantly you guys get the point go on a dang date go on and then make out with each other yes touch someone's boob The boob of the person you're in a relationship, not like a stranger's boob. Get felt up. That's your goal for this week. Love, Dave and Rach. Hey, honey, I have a new book coming out. I've read it. It made me cry at the end. I was so proud of your work. Would you say that it's at least as good as Girl, Wash Your Face? I would not say that it's at least at least as good because I think it is better than Girl, Wash Your Face. I cried in part because I imagined Noah Hollis, our daughter, knowing one day that the woman who wrote that book and changed the way that she thinks about how a woman can or can't be in the world lives in our house and is her mother. Babe. It's real. So if you are curious what the book's all about, you can go on to basically anywhere books are sold, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target, Walmart.com, and check out the description. But the intention here was this is for the dreamers. This is for the hustlers, for the goal setters, for anybody who wants to achieve something and is curious about the steps that you need to take and also how you can, as a woman, chase down a dream without shame. The good news, too, if you like the sweet, sweet voice of that Rachel Hollis who was just speaking two seconds ago, she does the audio narration on Audible, and that's available for pre-order right this second.